When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh my god, bitch, I'm gonna start. Bitch, I'm gonna start crying. Hold on. Bitch, I ain't even start the, the show. Hold on. Ooh. Ooh. Hold on. Give me, get it together. Get it together. Focus, focus, focus. Okay, let's go. I pretend that I'm glad you went away. These four walls closing more every day. And I'm dying inside. And nobody knows it but me. Mm, here we go. Get it together. Like a clown, I'm about to put on the show. Mm. The pain is real, even if nobody knows. And I'm crying inside. Uh. And nobody knows it but me. Boom, 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 boom. Why didn't I say... Boom, boom, the things I needed to say. How can I let my angel get away? Now my world is just uh, tumbling down. Boom, boom, I can't see so clearly, but you're no way around. Boom, the nights are lonely, the days are so sad. Uh. Uh, I just keep thinking about the love that we had And I'm missing you Oh my god, and nobody knows it but me Welcome to the Solomon Ray Podcast I'm your host, Solomon Ray That was a beautiful rendition of Nobody Knows by the Tony Rich Project uh, A fucking bop, bitch And it's, I don't know if it's like a bop, like you're gonna like, you know pop your pussy to it but it's definitely like it just it bitch it does something to me i love that song for the longest i really thought that was babyface that was his song but it's really not and i looked at the songwriters maybe i thought i was like maybe it's like an alias you know no it's not babyface bitch hold on let me just let me just google this real quick because i'm going to really spiral if it's babyface right hold on give me a moment i'm I'm looking this up did babyface or tony rich song nobody know okay no it's not babyface did babyface write it who wrote it no tony rich wrote it bitch did did babyface write nobody knows nobody knows was written by um my brother Okay, okay, okay. I was like, bitch, it it gives babyface, bitch. Um. Anyways, let's just move right along. So, 
welcome to the show bitch i want to give a shout out to the girls who have rated and reviewed this podcast five stars um you could rate and review it on apple podcasts as well as spotify and also there is if you haven't noticed already in your feed i'm doing a rewatched and revisit revisited series to where i rewatch and revisit and rerun and replay episodes of a previously um aired season of a series this season i'm doing house of the dragons so if you're interested in that and some geek shit and my commentary be sure to check that out new episodes every monday or friday um what are we going to talk about today Hold on, let's just get back to the tony rich thing sorry i was just ooh. Bitch, I went to, I was cooking on Friday and I knew I shouldn't have did this. I knew I shouldn't have did this. I had half a bottle of white wine in my refrigerator. And so I was like, you know, right before I was getting ready to cook, I was like, girl, let me just, you know, drink this little bottle. Like, not bottle, like drink the rest of the bottle, but like, let me have a glass of wine while I'm cooking. I said, actually, let me just order two more bottles just to kind of. Um, keep in the refrigerator because maybe I might want some over the weekend in New York City is weird because like on Sundays you can't really order booze after a certain hour or on it's just so I, was, I don't really know the rules anymore so I just was like girl let me just get another couple bottles so boom the delivery guy was so fine bitch he was so cute he was like oh I guess you're not really drunk yet I was like I want to be like because bitch I don't got no game that's one thing about me I have no game I have no game bitch I can't Mac on nobody. I don't have no motherfucker. I like really crawl into myself when I'm like, you know, getting hit on or like talked to. I'd be like, eh. I was like, here's my ID. <laughs> but I should have been like, I don't actually I don't even know what. See, this is how you know I don't got no game because I don't even know how I would reply to that. So he was like, oh, I see you're not drunk yet and like just flirting. And I was like, bitch, he was fine boots. Ooh. Anyways, so. What was I saying? Oh, so I cooked and whatnot, and I made the mistake of doing a ladies' night live, and I haven't done this in two years, and now I realize and remember why I don't get on live with y'all and do ladies' night anymore. Because, bitch, I got drunk. And it, you know, commenced to me just basically playing sad music and... Just, we were taking turns on what songs to play. Like, what was in that, like, uh, uh, give me, like, a sad song request, you know? So... You know, that's, like, really my jam. Like, that is, like, one of my pastimes, my forever pastimes. Like, I love getting some wine and listening to sad songs. Something about it just makes me feel good. Um, <laughs> you ever have, like, those feelings, like, you know, like, when you're not necessarily sad, but you just be like, bitch, I need to feel some sort of emotion. So, like, you be like, you force yourself into, like, a quick little depression. And you're fine. Like, you're out of it in, like, 10 minutes. But you're like, bitch, I need to force myself into this little depression. Or is that just me? Because that's really what I'd be doing. I almost spiraled into a little um, little sad moment last night. Because after I was done with work, because I'm trying to really crank a lot of shit out before I go to Japan on Sunday. And so I literally crawl in bed at 530 bitch which is wild because normally i'm in bed like normally i'm just kind of in bed around like two but i don't really fall asleep till like three maybe four but going to bed actually at 5 30 ish is wild and i started listening to the emily sunday album that she released this year 
And I love Emily Sunday. Like, she's such a great songwriter. And she has a song, that, and it was basically about, um, like, in a roundabout way, she's like, everybody loves me. You know, she's like, I could buy whatever I want. I could buy this big house and fill it with whatever I want. I can... I've met the king. I've met the queen. I've dined with the best of people. Like, I've traveled all over the world. Like, and I'm not shy of people loving me. I know what it's like for people to love me. I know what it's like for people to touch me. I know, like, so she's like, all these things. And she's like, but it's still not you. Bitch, I was like, you know what, Emily? This It's 530. I don't have time to do this with you. So I'm going to turn it off. I'm going to play this again one of these days when I have about four hours to spiral. But right now, I got to get my ass to bed because I got to actually crank out some stuff today. So I was like, Emily, I'm not doing this. But bitch, that song almost sent me over the edge. And I was going to spiral for about four hours. Because normally, my little sad spirals last between two to three and a half hours. If it's a good spiral, it could critter into four hours. So I was like, you know what, Emily? I'm not doing this with you today, bitch. Like... Love the album, beautiful lyrics as per usual, but girl, not today. So that's that. Um, <clears throat> I also want to say real quick before we get into the show, there is, <clears throat> as I mentioned before, the large bottle of collagen serum is available. But if you buy one um, large bottle, you can get the second large bottle half off. Um, that's for a limited time only. Also, you can now pre-order the holiday gift set. And the first 1,000 orders that go out will get a, um, a signed holiday greeting card from me, which I actually signed by my, like, me, myself, and I, Beyonce. Um, I spent a couple evenings doing it. Bitch, I have carpal tunnel. My arm hurt. My neck hurt. Signing things, it's not that, like, a 1,000 isn't that bad, but you do get, once you get over, like, the 600, 700 step, that's when the pain really starts to seep in. You know what I'm saying? But nonetheless, they're signed and, you know, whatever. So the first 1,000 orders um, will get the signed greeting card. I wish, I'm thinking about doing another 1,000, but them, uh, I'll just be honest, some cards were expensive. <laughs> Honestly, like, I don't know what's going on. I don't know if it's businesses just, like, taking advantage of the girls or it's really inflation. I have no idea. Because, you know, I've always done, like, a cute little holiday card for the girls. And I was like, oh, I'm going to order, like, you know, a few thousand. Bitch, them things was expensive. I mean, granted, you know, I wanted to look pretty. I had, like, this little holographic glitter design to it and, like, whatever. But nonetheless, they were expensive. So I was like, girl, let me just do a thousand. <laughs> let me just do a fucking thousand, bitch. So I'm really debating if I'm going to do another like thousand for the people who do. I just, you know, I just feel bad. Like when people don't get it, you know, like when it crosses that 1000 threshold, it will, it'll be out. Like I can't give it to anyone else, but you know what? I don't know. I probably won't. I really shouldn't. I need to really focus and not spend my money on another thousand greeting cards. Plus, they were like, now that I signed them, I had to send them to Serena so she can like package them with the holiday sets. And that's a lot of money to send things. That big ass, heavy ass box, y'all, it's crazy. Like, everything is just, hit. I don't know if it's y'all, but everything is fucking hitting me left and right, which is these massive, like, 
things that I just don't remember them being this goddamn expensive. Like the box that I sent the 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 box with a thousand cards that I signed was fifteen pounds. I don't know why it was so expensive to send that bitch. Anyways, long story short, I'm going on a rampage, um, a ramp, uh, ramp. So, the Solomon Sol Ray Beauty holiday gift set. The first one thousand orders do get the um signed holiday gift card. But if not, you can still get the holiday card. That's going to still be, I mean, the um, holiday gift set. That's going to be fabulous because you get one full-size collagen serum. It's the full size that you can get off the website. And you get a full-size niacinamide face brightening cream, which is the same that you get off the website. And then a travel size face wash. It's like a hundred and something dollar value at 78 So... In a roundabout way, you're kind of getting everything discounted in like a free um, face wash. So y'all better jump on it, child. So anyway, so yeah, go to SawRayBeauty.com if you want to snag those up before they're gone. Right now, the holiday gift set for this week is only available for pre-order because some of the girls were like, I want to secure my order, you know, because they were, you know, I want to secure the order and I also, also want to secure the greeting card. So if you're inclined to do the pre-orders, feel free to go to sorrybeauty.com. They will be mailed out end of November in time for Christmas. Um, so anyway, so let's move right along. Let's get into the show. All right. So my week recap, basically, I just want to say... Body dysmorphia is really fucking kicking my ass, bitch. It is really, really fucking bulldozing over me. It has really got me in a motherfucking chokehold. And it's wild because I normally suffer from body dysmorphia. And I don't really like to talk about it because not a lot of people really understand it if you don't go through it yourself and it takes a long time to really understand that that's really what you're going through but it's such a weird space because then it's like bitch are you because see even me sometimes i'd be like bitch now are you looking for compliments you know what i'm saying like bitch are you really like fishing for compliments you know good and goddamn well you fine not me but like other people when they be talking about bodies is more i'm like bitch get out of here so it's hard to kind of um diagnose and it's hard to kind of wrap your head around it anyways this time like i always do suffer from body dysmorphia but i'm kind of able to kind of get myself out of it and like whatever um and then sometimes i suffer from body dysmorphia but it's like it's it's deserved (laughs) like it's really deserved like bitch you're actually right now you're actually ugly right now (laughs) you know what i'm saying like it's like no bitch you actually do look ugly Like, you're actually an ugly person at this very moment. Not saying, Solomon, you're ugly all the time, but today you are actually ugly. So it's not really body dysmorphia as it's just, bitch, you're ugly, you know? So when I I was getting rid of my acne and on my second thing of Accutane in 2016, my body dysmorphia was up the motherfucking roof. But it was kind of also expected because it was like, bitch, your skin's dry. You're getting rid of your acne. Your hair's wild and crazy. Like, it's just, there's a whole lot of things. I had braces at the time. So it was like, I really felt ugly boots. And, but it was like, bitch, you are actually ugly boots. Like, it's not to shade people who have acne and braces, but... You're, I get why you think you're ugly, bitch, because you're ugly. So 
right now I'm going through the last two months. My body dysmorphia has been wild and crazy. Like it is bit and I, but this time I'm able to really recognize it and hone in on it. So I've been able to not be like depressed about it, but like, how can I put it? It's weird because what you see in the mirror, I know this is so strange to share this when people don't get it, but what you see in the mirror does not equate to what is real life. So then you're kind of in and out of your head like, uh, well, is am I ugly or is it body dysmorphia? Um, as you guys, as I mentioned, like I had a really bad, severe like skin reaction and my skin just kind of broke the fuck out. It was just fucking, I looked crazy. I had a lot of like dermatitis. My skin was very red and like inflamed for a minute. Thank God for this niacinamide because the niacinamide, bitch, it has really fucking helped my skin. And I'm not trying to boost my own products and like just constantly talk about my shit. But that niacinamide, which also helps with anti-inflammation, um... And it also helps with, like, acne. It also helps with discoloration, hyperpigmentation, a whole gang of shit, bitch. Um, it really fucking helped. So the cream helped me, but then I also, I'm working on a serum, which I shouldn't really be talking about right now until it's really fucking done. But we're working on, like, the strength of the niacinamide. But I, needless to say, I wasn't even going to do a niacinamide um, face serum. I was like, girl... There's, I don't really want to flood my website with a bunch of shit. You know, I just want a couple good items and that's it. If it's not going to be stellar, I'm not going to do it. But I had all these samples made of the niacinamide serum. And just because I was going through all this bullshit with my skin, I was like, let me just use this. I need to uh, moisturize my skin. I need to get it back together. Bitch, that fucking niacinamide serum got my face right together. So anyway, so boom, whatever. Back to the body dysmorphia. It's really got my ass in a motherfucking chokehold, bitch. And then it's like growing my hair out and the textures of my hair are changing. And then I just feel ugly. And I'm not trying, I'm really not asking for compliments. I don't need nobody to be like, oh, bitch, you're not ugly. I know I'm not ugly. I know that. But I just feel it and then I see it in the mirror every time I, I can't even like look at myself in the mirror sometimes because I'm just like this bitch is an ugly ass bitch um and then also like when you like and this is a lot of people who do work out as well you don't see what well, I guess other people see you know like for me I'm just like bitch you are such a small ass bitch like you are a teeny ass bitch or a scrawny ass bitch you, what are you doing? You're not putting on any way, like, you have no muscle definition, nothing. And then I look at myself on the scale, and then I look at the actual data, and then I look at my percentage of fat, and I look at how much um, muscle mass I have, and I'm like, bitch, you're wiling the fuck out. Like, this is not adding up. Like, what you're seeing and what you're thinking in your head is not adding up to what's actually really fucking happening. You know what I'm saying? I'm damn near 195 pounds at this moment, which sounds big, but like I've put on more muscle and lost more fat if, you know, in my body. And since when? March, April or something? Um, I've gained about 20 pounds of muscle. 
But I just be like, bitch, you're so small. And then I'd be looking at other people. I'm like, wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. I'm actually not relaxed, Solomon. But then I see myself in the mirror and then I'm like, bitch, you're a scrawny ass bitch. I don't know. It's just, it's wild. And like, I was talking to this one, my friend or whatever. And he's like, oh yeah. And like, he looks divine. Like he looks Gorgina. Bitch, he's like 165 pounds. And I'm just like, I'm bigger than him, like, in, you know, in the sense of, like, muscle mass. And then someone who I really admired the shape of his back and, like, the width of his, like, shoulder areas, me and him are really good friends. And when I was hanging out with him, like, a few months ago, I was like, bitch, we're now, like, the same width. And it was just, it dawned on me. I was like, I couldn't see it. You know what I'm, like, I couldn't wrap my head around it. But... Needless to say, body dysmorphia is really kicking my motherfucking ass. And I really thought, like, and on top of it, not to, like, toot my own horn, but I've been hit on more in the last few months than I think I've ever really have in my life, which is wild because I feel like I'm also old as a 35-year-old, but that's not really old, you know? But I've also been called handsome more than I've ever have since this past year. Like, it's so, like... The data, the data is there. <laughs> the data is there, but I'm not receiving it. It's really fucked up. This lady tweeted, no, this guy tweeted something about how like his grandma was like, we are over here preparing ourselves for our golden years or whatever. He was, she was like, but you young people need to understand, like you're actually in your golden years now, so enjoy it. And I just know that like. You ever have, like, those moments to where you feel like an ugly-ass bitch? And you're like, bitch, I'm fat, I'm ugly, like, my hair is ugly, my teeth are ugly, everything about my toe is ugly, bitch, my pinky toe is ugly, like, everything about my body is ugly. And then you look back on those, like, then fast forward to, like, five, ten years later, and you look back on those photos. It's not even five, ten years. It could be, like, the next year. And then you look back, you'll be like, bitch... There's nothing wrong with me. Do you ever get, have those feelings where you're like, bitch, I was actually eating right there. Like, I was really eating it up. I was eating the girls up right there. Like, what am I talking about? You know? That happens to me all the goddamn time. I'm like, bitch, you are an ugly-ass bitch. And then I look back, I'm like, actually, you don't look that bad, girl. So I'm trying to, like, not let it consume me and make me spiral. Um... But honestly, what happened to my skin over the last few months and then my hair growing out, you know, that awkward stage of your hair growing out, like I just felt ugly, bitch. And that did not help. That really did not help. That actually cranked up the body dysmorphia. So I just figured I would share that with y'all because that's really how my week has been going. Um, Next, I want to talk. Do you? Okay, so I have a a story I want to share you guys. And this is. Such a fucking testament of, to me, being petty. Bitch. Excuse me. Do you remember, I don't know if you guys remember, but not everybody. Like, back before, I think it was like April, April? No. Was it May? April or May? One of those two months. I hooked up with this dude off a of grinder and whatnot. And 
So he comes over. We we have a little session, and it's divine and whatnot. And he's basically like, he was like showing me pictures of like, I know the Obamas, and I you know I've I've no kings and like all this book like shit that I really don't care about like you know what I'm saying like bitch let me see pictures of your dick bitch let me see pictures of your booty hole like I'm not worried about like I don't give a fuck that you know Obama what what that gotta do with me you know like it's stuff like that does not impress like and plus it's not really the platform to really be like you know like this is not that type of platform this is not like a Instagram moment like this is like Girl, we, it's not supposed to be about those. Listen, you can use those apps however you want to use them. But I think the general consensus is it's not like a dating app. It's not really like a get to know you. I'm looking for friends app. It's really for girls who's trying to perform the Seven Wonders. So, boom. We perform the Seven Wonders. It's divine. Boom. Fast forward two, three days later. He's like, hey, do you have any pl- um, planned trips upcoming? And I was like, as a matter of fact, I do. I'm actually going to go to Mexico City on Monday. And he, I was like, I'll, I'll probably be there for like five days. He's like, oh, fantastic. Is it okay if I stay at your your place while you're gone? Because my ex's parents are staying in my apartment. And so I'm like... So, where are you? He's like, oh, I was supposed to be in Paris, but my I canceled my trip last minute. So now they're going to be in my home, and I just kind of don't want to like live there while they're there. And I was like so confused. I was like, oh, you know, I just I don't I forgot exactly what I said, but I just was kind of questioning like, why I why can't you stay in your home? Like what? Why are they staying with you? What? I'm confused. So then he's like, basically, he's starting to get annoyed. He's like, well, why can't I stay at your home? And I was like, I just don't allow people in my home while I'm not actually there. And he was like, he like proceeded to like try to shade me and shade me. And he was like, it's not like you have gold in there. And I was like, yeah, that's great and all. But like, I still don't allow people in my home when I'm not there babe like and then I, I sent him a link i was like girl like hotels are not that expensive right now like you could find like a hotel for like 150 dollars a night like you know what i'm saying i i thought like it was given like you have the coinishas like it, it was given like oh bitch i be you know going on vacation with the obamas and stuff like that and it's like girl you ain't got 150 dollars a night to go get you a hotel bitch like why why you know what i'm like i it's it's not giving Koinisha the way you thought it was giving Koinisha. It's actually giving broke, homeless, and destitute. But that's none of my business. So, but I didn't want to take it there. I don't want to be nasty. You know, because you know me. You, you girls know me by now. I'm really the type of girl who I don't want to get there because you know my mouth gets crazy. You know, I'm like, I don't I don't want to say nothing because once I, if I say something, then I'm going to really fucking ether you. And I don't want to do that because I know how much I can hurt somebody's feelings. And I've learned my whole life, like, just let things, like, just take the nicer route. But if somebody try you, then it's okay to, like, hit them in the jugular. So the whole time I'm like, wow, that's crazy. No, literally, oh, that's what it was. I, the whole time I'm like, wow, that's crazy. Wow, that's crazy. So, boom. 
so then two days later or like a day later or whatnot, he's like, um, what are you doing? And I was like, I forgot what I said. And I was like, oh, my housekeeper's here. He said, oh, perfect time for you to come over. And I was like, um, no, well, my housekeeper's here. So I'm going to, I can't just leave her in my house. And he was like, what is this thing about you? Like, and people being in your home, like unattended. And I was like, you know what, girl, I'm not going to do this with you because bitch, you keep coming for me and, you know, and being like, you don't got this. I don't know why this is not in your house. First off, let me, let me just stop right there. My home is my home, bitch. What's in my home is bought by me. With my hard-earned money. And I'm not going to get into a whole spiel on what it took for me to have the little things that I do have. And for me to have my own little space in the world. But coming from an an area to where you know what it's like to live in a goddamn fucking um, Chevy Beretta. And park in a fucking parking lot and sleep your ass there. And not to have things and be homeless. To have the opposite of that. I'm not, I am, that's probably the way I am. But also it's because, bitch, I don't know my housekeeper like that. Like, and people, like, I don't know what fucking world y'all live in, but bitches be stealing shit. Motherfuckers steal shit all the goddamn time. And it's not like they're stealing money or valuables. Sometimes people just steal shit just to steal it. They just could be stealing anything. Like, people just take whatever. And I don't want that. Like, I don't want you taking myself. And he was like, you don't got gold. I actually do. <laughs> That's actually, like, funny that you mentioned that. I actually do. And I actually have some good shit in my home. Not to really put that out there publicly. <laughs> but I don't have a lot of good shit. Wait, hold on. I take that back. There's nothing really great in my home, but it's mine. You know what I'm saying? So... I just don't be doing stupid shit. Like, I don't do stupid shit to get God. Like, that's a really rookie move. And that's what the girls be doing. And then be walking around with their tail between their legs talking about, I don't know how that happened to me. Well, you was doing some stupid shit that you had no business doing. And one of them is allowing randos in your home while you're halfway across the world. It's not like dumb, dumb. So I I just paid a dust. I was like, girl, boo. And, but then I was like, then I was, I think I was a little shady and I mentioned like, oh, like, were you able to figure out a place to stay while your um, parents were there? Your ex's parents, which is also wild. Like, why is your ex's parents staying in your home? You know what I'm saying? Something ain't adding up. And if it ain't, if it is adding up, it's crazy. And he said, as a matter of fact, I'm just going to go to Paris for the weekend. And I was like, bitch, why you got to be lying? You know what I'm saying? Like, niggas have really got to fucking lie about dumb shit. Like, so you can't afford a fucking hotel in the city, but you can afford a flight to France and then a hotel in France. Get out of here. Get out of here, girl. You know what I'm saying? Don't lie to me. You, 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 first off, a big misconception about me, you don't have to impress me. I don't care about None of those things. I swear to God. Hand to the motherfucking Bible, bitch. I I don't... Nothing really impresses me. I don't care. The only thing that impresses me is authenticity. Like, people who are fucking real. That's the only thing I I give a goddamn shit about. You being like, oh, I'm flying out to France. And the bitch, I don't give a fuck, bitch. I don't give a fuck. 
this one dude, I be like kind of talking to and stuff. He be loving to like try. He thinks he needs to like impress. I'm like, I don't care, bitch. I do not give a fuck. I don't like, it's just the weirdest thing. And I just feel like some, I know white people do this shit too, but I just feel like maybe it's just us that we be doing this weird shit with that. we be like, not me, bitch. But they be just like wanting to, I'm, I'm going to do this. And like, no, you're not, bitch. You're going to be laid up in your home. You ain't going to nobody's goddamn friends. Get it out. Cut it out. Cut it out. Cut it out. I already sized you up, bitch. I already sized you up. I can size them. I, listen, I'm not trying to make people feel, but I can size you up real fucking quick. Like in an instant. I already know what's, what, you're, what you're about to give. You didn't think I knew who you was the minute you came into my motherfucking house, bitch. Get out of here. The minute you were like, let me show you pictures of me um, in the Obamas, I said, oh, okay, I know exactly who you are. I know exactly who you are. Yep, I was right. So anyway, so he's like, I'm going to go to France. I was like, girl, boo. So I went to Mexico City as I said I was. And I don't know how many miles it is away from Mexico City to um, um New York City, I want to say, like, maybe it's 2,000 miles or 1,700 miles, something like that. So, on the app, Grinder, you could see how far people are on the app, right? So, the whole... Anyways, long story short, his distance didn't change. <laughs> Why am I like this? This is so fucked up. Like, his distance didn't change. So, basically, he never left New York. So, then I get back to New York City. After already knowing the distance did not change. Like, it, he, it never shifted. And so, I get back to New York. So, I hit him up. I said, oh, how was France? And he was like, oh, it was lovely. It was this and this, that. It was that. No one good and goddamn well, this nigga didn't go to fucking France, bitch. You didn't fucking go nowhere, bitch. You stay right the fuck here in Harlem, bitch. Like, shut the fuck <laughs> Oh. <laughs> Why am I like this? I was like, girl, boo. So then, <laughs> anyway, so that was that. You know what I'm like? I was like already turned off, like whatever. But like just to be petty, I was like, oh, how was France? You know, like I thought he was going to just be man enough to be like, oh, I didn't go or like, you know, something. But to continue with the lie, like, bitch, a dummy, bitch. Anyways, <clears throat> that happened in like April or May. So anyway, so fast forward to like last week, I was in the gym <clears throat> and he's there, which I'm kind of shocked because, you know what, I'll reserve the reason why I'm so shocked. I'm not going to talk about it, but I was just kind of like, oh, like, but you know, I kept looking and looking and I said, why does this person look familiar? Which bitch gag on me, bitch, that I could barely remember what this motherfucker looked like, but like. Like, I knew, but I kept looking. I said, oh, that's him. So, anyway, there's anything, anything of it. So, I'm getting ready to leave, and I'm in the locker room area. And then, so, he says, hi. And I said, oh, hey, how are you? And he was, I, he was like, yeah, da-da-da, woo-doo-woo-doo. And instantly, instantly goes into, did you ever get over the, um? what did he say? Oh, he was like, did you ever get over your fear of letting people stay in your apartment? I was like, this man, 
Did you ever get over your fear of letting people stay in your apartment? I said, well, as a matter of fact, no. But did you ever claim the ability to properly house yourself or come up with the funds to stay in a hotel instead of asking a random person on Grindr? Bitch, don't play with me. Bitch, the way he packed up his shit and dipped the fuck out. Bitch, don't play with me. Don't play with me because, see, I've been I've been really nice with you since the first, like, it didn't got to be like this. But you took it there, bitch. You know, I like, the girls don't, like, this mouth get crazy, bitch. Talking about something. Did you ever get over your fear of letting people stay in your apartment? No, bitch. But did you ever claim the ability to properly house yourself and come up with the motherfucking coinishes to stay in a hotel instead of asking randos on Grindr? Don't play with me, bitch. And I know he gagged because he's gay, but he's also, like, one of those gays that's, like, very discreet, very, like, DL and whatnot. So he don't... I'm sure... It was already ether enough for me to be like, were you able to properly house yourself? A whole entire grown-ass man, you can't properly house yourself? Did you ever, one, figure that part out? And then two, if you didn't figure that out, did you have the money to get a hotel? Okay, so that didn't happen. So all you're doing is going on Grindr, asking people to stay in their homes. And that right there was the ether. That right there was a really the big ether. Because not only did I roast you publicly and get loud so that everybody in the, in the locker room could hear, but then I was like, oh, but basically you're, you're trolling and, and peddling through Grindr asking the girls to stay in their homes. So now everybody knows you're a faggot. Play with me if you want to, bitch. I be like, listen, I be really trying to let the girls know I'm really a nice person. I don't like to get like this, but I'm, I promise you I'm not the one. Don't try me, bitch. Because you know what I was doing? I mean, I will say I did not recognize him instantly. But then eventually, while I was at the gym, I was like, oh, I think that's old boy. And I was like, oh, bitch, that is old boy. And he was on who came up to me and started to be shady. Now, if he would have came up to me and was like, hey, how are you? Like, long time no see. How was your summer? I would have been like, girl, boo. Like, yes, it was good. I would have never crossed that line. But instantly, hey, how are you? I said, good. And boom. Did you ever get over your fear of letting people stay in your apartment? Now, see, bitch, now you're getting out of pocket. And now, now it is time to hit you with the motherfucking he. And he, bitch, when I tell you, he didn't, he, he like lost all color and just fucking quickly packed up and dipped. Like when I tell you he was out in less than 20 seconds, less than 20 seconds, bitch. I, I've never seen nobody just dip out that quick. Oh, he was gone so quickly. As a matter of fact, no. But did you ever claim the ability to properly house yourself or come up with the funds to stay in a hotel instead of asking random people on Grindr? Get out of my face, faggot. Before you, because bitch, I'm gonna be a faggot right there with you, bitch. And we we gonna we gonna be there right there. Cause uh, one of the like, I just <laughs> sometimes I'm like. Why are you like this, Solomon? Like, why can't you just let people just be nasty and you just take the high road? I don't know. I don't know if I'll ever be able to do that. I know the girls be like, you know, when you get older, you know, you get more maturity and you just let a lot of things slide. I don't know if I literally don't think I'll ever be like that. I don't think I'll ever get to that point. I don't. Like, I cannot. I can. It's just something. It's just. I don't know what it is. Me and. um. My friend Jonathan were talking about this. I think <clears throat> growing up, 
I had to learn to maybe fire back quickly, but also it is part of like, um, like growing up in, in my culture. Like we was just, we, that's, what is it called? Calling the numbers or something. It's, I forgot what old people call it, but, um, it's basically like you just quick with the roast, like you quick with a comeback. You know what I'm saying? And and you kind of just do it in like a fun way. It's not really like I'm actually here to hurt your feelings. But in the process, you learn how to just come with it. And then being a kid and just being like people would always try to try me as a kid. I'm like, all right, so I can't I have to get you in another way. Like I can't, you know, put my hands on you. Because I'm getting suspended way too much. So I got to get you. I need to ether you in a way that, like, will get you together. So I think I just, I don't know. It's But it's weird because it's right at the tip of my tongue. And it makes me wonder, like, is this how, you know, like, if, am I just holding back from what I really want to say? Most of, like, am I really just biting my tongue most? Because for it to just be at the tip of my tongue at all times, it lets me know, like, this is what I really think about you. You know what I'm saying? It's not like I thought about that, like, it's not like I, when he said that, I was like, actually, what should I say? What should I say? Bitch, it rolled off, like, in, like, before he could even finish his sentence, I said, bloop. And, yeah, I don't think I'll ever be able to change that about me. I think I'll always be like that but you know what i've learned you know what i've learned <laughs> you know what i've learned and i learned this a year and a half ago this is it confirmed it to me a year and a half ago once the girls get a taste of this mouth they either they've learned to quickly retreat and don't try me i'll put it that way because even my family members were like bitch <laughs> ain't nobody coming for this like they're they they're just gonna just keep it cute and keep it on mute and that's really what i'd be doing i'd just be like keeping it cute and keep it on mute because i just know where it's gonna go but it's like you gotta take me there bitch maya take me there i wanna go there bitch come on take me there it's really you gotta take me there so i just figured i would share that little update with you guys because it is very much it just warms my soul. It just feeds my soul. It makes me happy. It helps me sleep at night. Um, it rejuvenates my cells. It um, keeps me from aging. It actually puts money in my bank account. It um, extends my life. It um, helps me see. It gives me 2020 vision. That gratification of just ether and somebody and like i said i think i said this on last podcast or maybe it was on rewatch and revisited i don't know where i said this but i was like i'm really the type of petty bitch to where it may not be in a month it may not be in a year it may not be in a decade but bitch i'm gonna come get you i'm gonna get you i'm going to just wait for that moment and i'm gonna get your ass and i got him we got him joe we fucking got him. Because when I shared that story with y'all, y'all was like, bitch, this is wild that he's really... I was like, you know what? But it's okay. I'm like, Just wait. It's gonna... You just gotta give people just enough moment. And you gotta catch them off guard and pow-pow. So I just wanted to share that with you guys. Because I know, like, as much satisfaction that brought me, I know it's gonna give you guys some satisfaction. 
<laughs> um, okay, so let's get into the show. What are we gonna talk about? We're gonna talk about um oh bitch, I'm gonna I'm gonna date some white people. I'm now like dating white people, so let's get into it. A smooth operator, I'm a smooth operator. A smooth operator, I'm a smooth operator. All right, so yesterday was election day, and you know, I don't really want to talk about these. Like I told you, like I just like to keep things light and you know, airy and fun, and like I just don't like deep things anymore. I really don't, and I know that's a privilege to kind of not want to talk about and not need to talk about. And I know, like, with my platform and like the people who do listen to this podcast and follow me and stuff. I could use it for, like, a beneficial thing. And it's, like, sometimes I don't really... Yes. But I don't feel like I'm the girl to do it. I know some people are like, yes, you can, because the way you speak to your audience is the way, like, it comes off, like, in a, a way that is authentic to us and we get it. And I was like, I get it. But, like, sometimes I'm like... Sometimes we just need moments to just laugh and just take a break you know what i'm saying like i don't want to go on the internet every goddamn day and be like life is horrible it sucks to be a woman it sucks to be a homosexual it sucks to be a person of color it sucks to be black it sucks to be poor it sucks to go to work it sucks to like bitch we get it we get it you know so it's like i don't really want to talk about these things but there's a nice little way I could talk about this upcoming, this thing. So yesterday was election day and I really wasn't watching, paying attention to it because I've now purposely not paying attention to a lot of things anymore. And I've learned that that has helped me not be um, agitated or depressed. Um, and, you know, I feel, I'm a firm believer that's okay to do that. Like, I feel like it's okay to like, tune out of some of these heavy topics at times for your own mental health. You know, like if you're inundated by all that shit, imagine like every day you, you open up a, a, the app and it's just telling you you're a woman. It sucks. You're a person of color. It sucks. You're black. It sucks. You suck dick. It sucks. Who cares, bitch? Like nobody cares about you. You know, like your parents don't live in this country. It sucks. Like, you're Muslim. It sucks. Like, that's not going to make me feel good about myself. I'm supposed to stand 10 feet tall when I walk out this damn door. That's not going to make me feel good. So I do believe definitely know what's going on in the world, but it's okay to also just tune out and be like, bitch, I got to just play video games or I don't know, bitch. I do something else. So anyways, so like I said, yesterday was election day. And... um. Stacey Abrams there. So they showed like the polling results for, and it was section by race and it had 72% of white women voted against Abrams. Um, what's also kind of wild is, I mean, there's 76% of white men voted against her too. So it's whatever. We didn't expect anything differently. And honestly, we didn't expect anything differently from white women in Georgia either. But um, granted, it is it is nice to see that Latin men and women are starting to be more predominantly blue. Not by much. 
still only 55% of Latin people voted, Latin people, Latin men and women voted for Stacey Abrams. So it's, they still voted in favor of her, but it ain't by, the margin is still kind of, you know, crittery. It ain't, it's still kind of 50-50, bitch. Like, it's still, <laughs> still kind of like, damn, what the fuck, bitch? But the thing is, and then so, that's what happened. And then so, boom, Katy Perry posts this thing on Instagram, and she's voting for um, Rick Caruso, who is not shy. Of, he's a billionaire, and he's not shy of donating money to anti-abortion legislation and politicians and stuff like that. And he was running against or ran or is running. I don't know when this comes out in Thursdays. So, yeah, ran against um, Karen Bass, who is a black woman. And so basically, Katy Perry, a white woman, was like, girl, I'm voting for this white man. And, you know, I could really go into this and rip it to shreds. But I just was like, this is so crazy to me that, like, it's not crazy to me, but white women will literally put their actual rights. While a... Reproductive rights are on the line, mind you. <laughs> they will literally fucking put their rights to the side and be like, bitch, fuck us, bitch. I'm going to side with this white man and my white husband and whiteness because I'd rather be in close proximity to whiteness instead of, you know, being shoulder to shoulder with a black woman. It is wild to me that white women in these states cannot see like they cannot relinquish their whiteness to vote in favor of marginalized communities that they're actually a part of it's wild to me but then i got to thinking like they're willing to do that just for the scraps just the leftover like white privilege that they get by being a like being close to a white man, like just the scraps, just the like the little leftovers. And I got to thinking like, bitch, those leftovers must be some good leftovers, bitch. It's like, it's like, you know, like when you make spaghetti, bitch, or anything with a pasta or a starch, the sauce be more lit the next day. You know, I don't really fuck with leftovers like that, but bitch, if it's a pasta or especially anything with a sauce, oh, bitch, it's going to be even better the next day. So much better. So it's like the leftovers is lit. And so it's starting to make sense to me. I'm like, that's why these white women do it because they're going to benefit from it. And honestly, if you really think about it, and I really, really hate that I'm saying this because I don't think I would have ever said this a year ago, let alone a few years ago. But Maybe being a household with a rich white man isn't so bad. You know, with if, okay, granted, women's rights are just shattered to motherfucking pieces, bitch. But if you're white and you're a white woman and let's say your your husband is even not even rich, just doing okay for himself, Life probably isn't that bad. I mean, I can't speak for women because I don't know. But I would just imagine it can't be that bad. 
Because when you look at the vote, like, the fact that they literally do not give a fuck and they always vote against their own shit, but they will never vote against whiteness is wild to me. But it makes sense now. It's probably not that bad. Life is probably divine, you know? So then I was like, you know what? Hmm. This now is starting to make sense to me. Now I'm starting to see why the Asian gay man only really want to fuck with the white dudes because it's they're in more proximity. The more the way they they move in proximity to whiteness is just smart, bitch. It's really motherfucking smart. And I'm not trying to like say that in like the stereotypical like all Asians are smart, but their motherfuckers is using a neg- they noggin. And so they're like, nah, bitch, let me, I'm not fucking no Asian man. I I, might, I ain't doing nothing. I'm sticking with the white gays. And honestly, I'm not fully there yet. But you know what? I'm about to be. I think, honestly, what I'm about to do is I'm going, I want some of those leftovers. I think I want to feel, I want to know what those leftovers are like, bitch. I want to know what the scraps are like. Because clearly those scraps are really good. Maybe Like, maybe they're better than what I have now in my life. So, what I would like to share publicly with the world is I'm now switching my Hinge profile to actually include Caucasians. And I'm going to actually... I'm going to now take it further. No, I'm not. Yes, I am. Wait, let me think this through. I'm definitely going to add the white people back into the the search engine. But I wonder if I should deselect the rest of the races. I don't know if I'm there yet. Hold on. Let me think. Let me think this through. Hold on. Hold on. While I got y'all on the mic. Um, I feel like I should. No, I think I can still pursue this without doing that. And just simply entertain the Caucasians. Okay, gotcha. Because let me tell you something. I When I tell you, 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 ooh, when I tell you, when I fucking tell you, white men be on me like white on rice. And it's always been like that. And it's like, I want to know, like, why? (laughs) Where is my chubby Mexican bitch? Like, I just want to know where he's at, bitch. Like, he had to be somewhere, bitch. He had to be somewhere. Because, bitch, y'all making me wait, bitch. And I'm about to just go with one of these white niggas because... And now that I know that there there got to be some sort of pot of gold at the end of the rainbow, there got to be some sort of prize at the end. There has to be something. There's something that y'all that they they ain't telling us. So I think I want to find out what that is, bitch. I want to find out. I want to know what it's what it's giving. It might be lit. And don't get me wrong, I've dated a white man before, but it didn't end up well. <laughs> Did not end up well, bitch. Did not end up well. Um, but I, you know, I think I'm, I'm, I'm definitely gonna do it. I'm gonna entertain them. Um, since clearly those are on mostly the most people who be really into me, so I'm gonna do it. I'm going to do it. I'm gonna see what um 
what what the fuss is about. And honestly, and maybe in two years, I might actually be voting red. We'll see, girl. We might really fucking see, bitch. I'm going to vote for my white man. I, you know, watch me in like two years. I'm going to be having a little white man, bitch. And he's going to be like one of those people. Because you know what's crazy now is, well, it's not now, but like on whenever you do see a white man on Hinge, a lot of times instead of it saying liberal or conservative, they be like moderate, which is really their way of saying conservative, if you really, really think about it. So basically, I'm just going to really date this white, these white men. And I'm probably going to be end up with one. We're going to have our little coiny shoes. And yeah, I feel like that might really be the move. That might be really the move. You know, I need to just really put all the things that I grew up understanding and cherishing and loving. Just put that aside because it's really not serving me any fucking purpose. It's really not. You know, maybe... Maybe life is better when you just let all that shit aside and just let it go and just who cares? So I think I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I do need to um, figure out my password for Hinge because I got a new phone. So I don't know what my password is. But once I figured out that goddamn password, bitch, I'm going to do it and I'm going to start. I'm going to I'm going to go back to dating white men. I'm going to I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to be with the Caucasians. And, yeah, I'm still going to cheat. Don't tell him that. But I'm a cheat, bitch. Especially if I'm going to, like, be booed up with a white man. Oh, bitch, I'm cheating down, bitch. I'm cheating down. <laughs> I'm cheating down. <laughs> bitch, I'm cheating down. Bitch, I'm going to be cheating down. So, um, shout out to white women. You know what? You know what? Honestly, shout out to the white women in these um, states because y'all are gangster, bitch. Y'all are really gangster and y'all are onto something. I don't know what you're on. I'm gonna find out though. I'm gonna find the fuck out. I don't know what it is, but I'm on an investigation and I'm gonna find out. Once I get this fucking password on Hinge figured out, I'm gonna learn. I'm gonna. I'm gonna figure out. I'm gonna learn what y'all are up to because y'all might be onto something. I might have unlocked a new level. So shout out to the white man, bitch, and moving right along. All right, so now we're moving on to a listener letters. If you want to write into the show, send it into ask at the Solomon Ray Podcast.com. So this week we have a letter. Um I don't know if maybe I can use their name. They don't say I can't. From Kayla. Um, so if it's if I can't use well didn't say anything about being anonymous. Okay, so from Kayla. Hey, Solomon. I've been a fan for over a year now. I'm a girl from Boston, but Vegas living for eight-ish years now. Started honestly by stumbling upon your silk mask online during the panorama. Vegas was scary girl during that time because I hated the regular, regular mask and was breaking out a lot. So your mask helped a lot and felt so good. Thanks, Kayla. I love them so much. And with that made me curious about who created these amazing masks so i followed you on instagram and got to learn about you and instantly became a fan i listen to you every wednesday on my way to work look forward to your humor and laugh and taco bell drama (laughs) i hate to make this so long but i wanted to know if you have advice how to handle tough loss or tough tough losses i personally lost my mother a August 15th, 2021. She lived in Boston. Then two months later, lost my fiance. He was my first... Bitch, why am I about to cry? Oh, my 
hold on, sorry. Um, he was my first love, greatest love. It's been so hard for me, and I have some friends to help me cope, but it's hard to be alone. I now have my own first apartment, and bitch, why am I doing this? Get it together, bitch. Um, I now have my own first apartment, and I come home every day to an empty house. How can a girl handle this? Love you so much. Thank you for being you and making me and many others laugh. Kayla. Um, girl, I'm so sorry. I did not mean to give it off like that. I hate that. You know what I really fucking hate is when somebody's coming to you with, like, something emotional. It is not your fucking place to cry and make it about yourself. So pull yourself together, Solomon. Um, no, I was just thinking about something. And because when you're like, oh, I lost my mom and you lost your fiance. And I was like, that's really fucking devastating because that is your support system. You know, and, and to lose that foundation or to have that foundation foundation shift is is wild. Um, first off, I would suggest going to therapy. That way you can talk to somebody and help you work these things out. Um, some of the girls are in therapy for long-term things. But there's, you know, when it comes to loss, it is very, very normal and okay to just be in therapy for a couple months, for six months or whatever, to work things out, talk things through. Because sometimes you do need a soundboard and to talk to somebody that you're not related to, that don't really know you, that you don't work with, to kind of just vent and get things off. Um, another great way is journaling. Another great way, like for me, like I've shared this many times on the podcast. I have a really hard time with talking about how I feel. So therefore I write songs, um, which I need to probably find a better way of doing that. So it's not only reliant on creating music. <laughs> um, but I can only imagine what it's like to lose people that you're really, really close to. Um, and then your whole world is changed. And yeah, and I can't imagine how lonely that is. Um, I know this is based in my own belief system, and everyone has a different belief system, but I'm, my belief is, even though someone's gone, they're still with you. And some people believe that they're, they, you know, live with these people or like their spirit is still there, but also like they're still with you inadimately and, you know, where how you move, how you walk, how you do something like, thank God. I mean, my biological mom is dead, but my biological, I mean, my adopted mom, the mother who raised me, she's still with me. Um, but there's things like I'll just catch myself doing that is just like my mom. That is just like her. Like there's every day I'm like, that is totally my mama. That's totally her. Or either, you know, my aunt is gone or, and she was really was always really big on cooking. And the, I'll do something. I'm like, that's totally my auntie. That's totally my auntie. Or there's certain things that I picked up from. You know how, like, even though I'm adopted, there's certain mannerisms and things that I I do that are from my family. So, like, my grandma, like, there's ways or she'll use her hands or, like, you know, um, my grandma used to, like, tap her her leg whenever, you know, she heard music or, like, she was, you know, there's certain things that I'm like, oh, my God, that is totally my grandma. So, um, and just even the way that 
I'll be like, how can I solve this problem? How do I go about doing this? How, how do I go about responding to this person or this email or whatever? And I'll be like, oh, that is, that's, that's my mama. Oh, that's, you know, whoever. And I just know that, well, I believe that, um, no, I do know that you'll, you'll keep those things forever. And so, yes, they're, they're gone physically, um, but the comforting thing, I mean, it doesn't heal what you're going through, but like there is a comfort in knowing like, damn, like my mom is here, you know, my, my, my fiance is here, you know, like I'm still an extension of them, you know, what rubbed off what they gave me in their life is still here. And I think there's comfort in understanding that like those things still live on, like even though they are gone. You know, and even though your life has changed, there's still accents and little sparkly moments. Ooh, that was my stomach. Excuse me. Um, little moments that you'll be like, that's them. They're still here. So I would kind of lean into that. Um, everybody deals with grief completely differently um, and with, within their own time. And there is no amount of time that it's going to take for you to come to terms with this sometimes you may not um that is a journey that you have to do but i would also suggest like yeah maybe doing therapy um just do it for like a couple months see how you like it but i do know i do know a couple things um i like to lean in and think of something that makes me happy whenever i start to get a little like not feeling so well, I always be like, okay, wait, how can I change this? How do I find the happy? How do I find to get out of this funk? Um, and so there's, I mean, I don't know what it's like to lose someone very, very close to you. And I, I can't imagine how devastating that would be. Um, I just know that for me, I always try to think of like, what about them made me happy? Or, and definitely that can bring out like this feeling of loss. But then I also think of it in like a gratitude way. Like I'm always happy that like I was able to receive that and get that little nugget, you know? Also, it is my belief system that they are actually with me. And they are the ones in the background, if you will, spiritually, who are moving mountains for me and, and making sure things are good for me. And that, even if it's real or not, it gives me comfort um, and a sense of grounding and understanding something that I don't understand, if that makes sense. Like, it's something that I don't really, I don't understand death. I don't know what happens after death, but it makes me it gives me something to hold on to. Um, so I would say maybe do that. Like maybe just kind of lean into the idea that they're not really gone. You know, you can't get in your car or get on a plane and go see them. But I guess I don't want to like impose my beliefs on you, but I just know that that helps me. And But I think finding a way to point out like they're still here you know 
the way I, um, I don't know, like there's like little things like the way I pack my luggage, you know, like, like literally I'm starting to pack for Japan and I'm like, this is totally how Serena would pack. And that's something I'm never going to change. Like I'm never going to switch that out. Like I'll never pack a different way. And she's Im- like, she's imprinted that for me till I'll be like that till the day I die, you know? And so it's like, it's, it's little things like that, that just make me, I love, I love how like people come into our lives and then they leave our lives, but then they still leave little moments, little fragments that will forever change you. And it's, for me, it's like a cute, happy moment when I recognize it. And it, it pops up throughout the day. I'm like, oh, my God, that is totally Serena. Like, this is totally how she does this. But I learned it through her. Or I picked it up from her. Or, oh, that's the, you know, this is totally how my friend says this. And, like, you know, like, so I like that because a part of them still lives on. So I would kind of lean into that um, and then maybe suggest um, possibly looking into therapy. Or if not therapy journaling because sometimes just getting out your feelings is so therapeutic and it just it makes me feel great you know like when you when you like be going through something and you just need to see your friend and like you have dinner with them or whatever or like they come over and then you just dump everything out in 10 minutes but then you're you're done you're you're fine And you realize, like, bitch, all I needed to do was just talk to somebody, you know? And that could be really helpful. Um, But if you're not there yet, maybe journaling. You know, just typing out how you feel. Um, That could, I would assume that that could help. But, girl, I hope, wishing you nothing but light and love. And I wish you healing and happiness and closure and comfort. And wishing you all the best, girl. All right, so next we have, it's not a question, (laughs) but it is really funny, and I do want to mention it. It's from Dory saying, "Um, okay, Solomon, you're the only one I truly know will validate or invalidate this Mandela Effect video I just saw about Britney Spears. Basically, this whole thing came out, and they're saying her microphone was never there in the Oops, I Did It Again music video. Do you remember the headset being in the music video? I sent a screenshot below. Girl, I'm confused. They got Halloween costumes with the headsets. They got Barbies with the headset. Lizzie McGuire episode. And old girl Hillary had the red suit and the headset. So what is the truth? So I love the Mandela Effect because you think there's, I I just kind of got flabbergasted about hypnotic, like the drink hypnotic, because it's not spelled the way I thought it was spelled. Um, but one thing, so I don't even have to watch this video. I just know this is the wildest thing to me because I see it all the time. You're right. In the video, I mean, in cartoons, in costumes, in um, Barbies, in everything, they always have Britney in the red catsuit and the microphone, but she does not have it in the video. It is the, like, it's wild. Like, I was actually playing the, um, what do you call it? The, the slot machine in Vegas, and they have the goddamn headset. And the thing about it is, first off, the headset that they're using is not the real headset that she uses on stage. But I think it's just that little headset is so synonymous with Britney Spears that like it just kind of ties in the 
um, the costume, if you will. But Britney does not ever have it in any of her music videos. So I just figured I would share that with you because I just love this little... Um, this letter that came in. But yes, if you guys want to write into the show, send it in to ask at the Solomon Ray podcast. And yeah, moving right along. So this week, who I got beef with? Actually, I got beef with... I don't really know who who the beef needs to be directed to, but I'm really tired of changing my passwords. I don't know why we haven't adapted to everything need to be face recognition or a thumbprint or something. I don't know what the password is for everything no more. I just got a new phone. And so it's like, oh, enter your password. I'm like, bitch, I don't know this shit. And then be like wrong password. So then it's like, okay, let me, you know, create a new password. Can't be the same password. And I'm like, well, bitch, well, what is, so it's just, I'm really, I'm really tired of that. So literally, there's about 20 apps on my phone that I'm just like, girl, I'm over it. I'm not, it's just going to be, I'm not going to log into it. <laughs> you know, you just give up. I'm like, I'm not going to log into it. Fuck it. Just close out. <laughs> just don't even, I don't even care no more. <laughs> um, That's really the only beef I have, really. And that's it. That's that's a quick little beef. I'm over the passwords. That's I think that's how much I'm so over the passwords is I don't even want to talk about them and I don't even want to change the passwords. I'm just like, I'm not going to even log in. Delete the app, bitch. I don't even care. Delete the account. Next, moving right along. All right. And so my final thoughts is... Um, and this is... I hope it y'all don't take it in a bad way, but basically it's about like, don't be afraid to work hard and go a bit over the top. And I know that that's not the climate that we're living in where the girls are like, I'm only going to give the bare minimum. I'm only going to go to work bare minimum. These jobs don't care about us, which is true. I get it. Um, But I'm not really talking about so much like jobs as I'm talking about work hard and go a bit over. So um as I as I mentioned right now the first 1000 orders that do the um by the holiday gift set will get a signed greeting card. And not saying the signed greeting card is anything go- like gold, bitch. It's not like you're not going to be able to sell it and like I'm not trying to throw myself under the bus. I'm not. <laughs> but at the same time let's keep it 100 like I'm not like, it's not like a signed copy from Elvis, bitch, or Michael Jackson, you know, but it's a greeting card. And one thing, so I started working in retail like 15, 16, 17 years ago and whatnot. Um, And there's a part of customer service that I really excelled in was be able was being able to make people feel individual, like feel like they were seen with their purchases, if that makes sense, and not like a dollar amount or like a, um, you know, just a transaction, which some people don't mind that the case, but I loved that aspect of customer service. And even in luxury customer service, like there is that aspect. Now it's it's really kind of gone by the wayside. 
you know, like even buying, going to like Christian Dior and buying stuff, it'd be like, oh, girl, let's ring you up by, you know, and it's not like an experience anymore. It's not personable anymore. Um, I used to work for Bond number nine for this crazy lady named Larisse. Well, she was crazy at the time. She may not be as crazy anymore, but she was very adamant about Every time you get a customer, you have to write a letter, a handwritten letter to them and give them tons of tons of samples and just whatever, which, okay, you're buying a $400 bottle of fragrance like that's expected. Um, So I learned a lot from her. And I also learned a lot from my dad, because every time I went on a a job interview, he told me he said, If it's a job that you want, get a stack of thank you cards and write a thank you card and send it to whoever interviewed you. Now, I don't know if that's this is something you can do now in 2022. I'm sure like that could be seen as a problem or a conflict or some shit. But growing up, that's what my dad told me to do. And bitch, bitch, when I tell you the doll got every job she ever interviewed for every job i don't i don't think except for like after we went into the the recession in 2008 or whatever that was a different story but there wasn't a job i could never land i i I couldn't and it was like i wasn't even really qualified for some of these things and i would always get them so in a way so boom and recently so with one thing i liked about doing orders and fulfilling orders myself for Santo Santo and Sorry Beauty was the ability to, if I recognized a customer who this is like their, you know, upteenth order, I would be like, oh, let's throw this in there. Let's add a little this or I'd write a little thank you note or whatever. Um, and I'd we'd put it in there. And then sometimes Serena would even catch some of the, the people. She's like, oh, this is so-and-so's um, extra um, like ninth order or whatever. Do you want to um, write anything? I said, oh yeah. So she would set it aside and I write a little thank you note or, you know, I didn't, sometimes I didn't put free things in there. Sometimes I, you know, would, it depends on like what was available or what made sense. Sometimes we look at the order and be like, okay, so she only orders silver. So do we got anything that we could throw in that silver or, you know, like things that just made sense. Um, or either people were ordering masks or whatever, we would add, we like, oh, we know she got kids. So let's put a couple um, kid masks in there or just whatever. It wasn't like major, like I was throwing a thousand dollars in there or nothing. It wasn't like that. It was just little small little gestures to say, thank you so much for placing order, you know, and it was just how I, I like to operate. I really love doing that. So non- needless to say, Going into this where I have now have warehouses and I'm literally 3000 miles away from my warehouses. I don't I don't really know what's going on, you know, except for through emails and looking at logistics and making sure that all the orders get fulfilled. Aside from that, I can't really do those things anymore. So I try my best to kind of find another way to do them if I can kind of catch them. And so. One way is some people, when they order things on um, Sorry Beauty, it wasn't like this with Santo Santo. And I don't know what I checked off or didn't uncheck. I have no idea how this happens on this website. But there's a way where people can leave a message, um, like write a little note. And so one of them was 
recently was like, hey, do you think you can just write a quick little happy birthday to, um, I don't know if it was son or daughter, but they put their name. And I felt instantly horrible because one, if I see it, I'm going to like act on it. I'm not the type of person, if I see something, I'm going to just ignore it. If I see it, I'm like, oh my God, I have to do something. And I was like, fuck, I just wish I was able to add something to the, to the, to the order. So I ended up going to, um, I went out and bought a card and it did, I will be honest, it did take me a week (laughs) to, to mail the card out only because I don't, I didn't have any stamps and I didn't know where people buy stamps anymore, (laughs) except for the post office, which is literally a 10 minute walk for me. And if people who know me, I really do not like to walk. I really People know I don't like to walk, bitch. I do not enjoy walking. I don't even like standing. If I go into a place and I see a seat, I'm 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 doing a straight dive straight to the seat to go sit down, bitch. I don't like to stand. I don't like to exert myself. So a couple of days ago, I was like, bitch, walk the 10 minutes to the post office to go buy some stamps <laughs> so I can mail off this um, birthday card for um, one of my customer's child. And, you know, I I wrote in the thing or whatever. But needless to say, it's like those things I just really love. And it's something I'm not going to change about myself. It is harder for me to do it now that the scale of my business is bigger than it was when I started. There's a lot more orders than before. Um, There's things I don't actually get a chance to see. There's things, you know, sometimes... I'll look and it's like, this person's been ordering a lot and I never even caught it the way I would before. So that part sucks, but like, I still try to, if I can make it personable. Um, So needless to say, that's why every holiday, despite now, it's really expensive to create these greeting cards, which is wild. Um, I'm like, no, I'm going to do it and I'm going to sign them. And it's just a little thank you, a little something. But what I've learned is, People will always remember how you made them feel. They may not remember what you said. They may not remember what you wore. They may not remember anything, but they're going to always remember how you made them feel. You know, and I just feel like if you work hard for something or work towards something and then put that extra bit into it, people are going to remember it. And my friend who started off as a makeup artist, um, I remember early on, he was like, I'm not the best makeup artist. I'm good. I'm really good at what I do. But there are makeup artists who really fucking slay the game. But you know why I get hired constantly is because the environment that I put people in and how I make them feel, they want me on set before somebody else. And it's so true. I see this time and time again. You may not be the best worker. You may not be the most qualified. You may not have an Ivy League degree or whatever. But people will always want to be around people that make them feel good. And, bitch, I say all that and never had a, haven't had a job working for somebody else for the last 15 years. So, bitch, maybe should have changed. I have no idea. So if I'm speaking out of my ass, I'm sorry. But in the entertainment field, for sure, and in the the places I'm in, 
you will get hired time and time and time again based off of how you make people feel. And did you go above and beyond? My friend who I said was um, started off as a makeup artist, he would go above and beyond. He wouldn't just do the makeup and then just be sitting on the chair and be like, all right, girls, where's my money? Don't talk to me. Don't look at me. I'm only here to do the bare minimum. No, he would be there holding the lights. He would be running back and forth. You know, there's times where I, I, there's so many stories I could tell you about him and I, but there's one time like we was just running errands, bitch running errands we was on flights leaving fuck it like i don't want to get too deep into it but <laughs> we've had some moments where and he would just bend over backwards to make sure everything was good he and and no job was beneath him so you know like it's like if you're a celebrity makeup artist like oh, i'm not gonna do this i'm not gonna uh-uh. no i have an assistant for this no he would be like you need coffee you need tea let me go get it let me let me get you some socks let me like Things that some people in their mind are like, oh, I'm too good for that. Or that's not part of my job description. He would still do it. And time and time again, he would get hired and make more money and make more money and get offered things that really would confuse other people. Be like, bitch, why is this job being given to you? Why are you now doing this television show? Why are you confused? But it's because when you work hard and you go above and beyond, it might instantly feel, I'm sure, like, bitch, this is pointless. I don't even know why I'm doing this. But people take notice. They don't forget. And they, those people that you're doing it for may not be in a position of hiring you immediately. They may not be of where they are. But in 10 years, they are in five years, they might have gotten a promotion to where, like, they're in a, an, an area to where... They're making bigger moves. And they're going to think like, who do I want to... You know what? That person made me feel really good. That person went above and beyond. All, let's get that person. And then you get the call. You know? So I know, like I said, we're in a, a, a situation now in society where the girls is just trying to do the bare minimum. And I've said this before. You'll never get anywhere in life doing the bare minimum. You just really will not. You won't do it. It won't. It will. And if and if it does, bitch, then I will eat crow. But as long as I've been on this God's green earth for 35 years, I've never seen people do the bare minimum, except for white people do the bare minimum and just get by. They might get by, but you're not going to, like, succeed and be over Canova. Sometimes you really have to put go above and beyond. But you, but I mean, also do above and beyond with what you're capable of doing. Don't just be like, bitch, I'm going to just do it and expect. But it's just, you know, like going above and beyond, making people feel good. And it does pay off in the end. And even if it doesn't pay off in a monetary sense, the idea that, you know, like you've made somebody feel good, that should really be enough. You know, so I just wanted to share that with you. I know that's not typical of my final thoughts, but I figured I would share that. Um, What else? What else? What else? Oh, again, if you guys want to listen to re rewatched and revisited new episodes, <sighs> new episodes every Monday and Friday, Um, I leave for Japan on Sunday, so, but I'm still I'm. <clears throat> Um, I'm bringing one of my small microphone, so I'll hopefully 
I'll be able to still record um, next week podcasts while I'm in Japan because I know you guys enjoy those. Um, pray for me, y'all. Pray for me that I I, I have traveling grace um, and I have a good time. I really cannot explain to you how excited I am to go. I'm just really honestly at a loss for words. So aside from that, that is the show. Um, feel free to follow me on all social media networks. My handles everywhere is Solomon. Wait, yeah, Solomon Ray Music. Not me, not knowing. Solomon Ray Music. Aside from that, that is the show. Take care of yourself and each other. Bye.